Globally, humans are facing massive problems that are widely ignored by governments and the media. Like personal space invaders. I've had it with these couples that sit on the same side of the booth. Yak mouths. Stupid stick figure bumper stickers. Almond milk. You cannot milk an almond. Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Angie. We call her Pumps, and we're the hosts of I've Had It. Pumps, tell the listener where they can find us. Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Nailed it. See you next Tuesday. Hold on to your jingle bells. Pluto TV has all your holiday favorites for free. Enjoy Christmas classics like Scrooge with Bill Murray or Last Holiday with Queen Latifah. Plus, dive into festive channels like holiday movie favorites by Lifetime or Hallmark Movies and more. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming holiday favorites on live channels and on demand. With thousands of free movies and TV shows, Pluto TV is your home for the holidays. Pluto TV. Stream now. Pay never. Recorded live at Corolla One Studios with Adam Corolla and board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist, Dr. Drew Pinsky. You're listening to The Adam and Dr. Drew Show. Yeah, get it on. Got the truth. Dr. Drew's board first side stitched in herbicidalist. What's going on, Drewski? Mandate got folded in there. I almost mm-hmm. heard a mandate word, and then mm-hmm. uh, I'm an herbicidalist. This mm-hmm. is awesome now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, I last show mentioned I wanted to bring something up with you that I sort of observed recently that I thought was interesting on my streaming show. And uh, for those of you that watch that show, I bring in a colleague uh, at least once a week. Her name is Kelly Victory. She uh, is an ER doctor, a trauma specialist, smart doctor, excellent clinician, Went to Duke Medical School, all that kind of good stuff. And has been raising the alarm about uh, the excesses of COVID from the beginning. She was through yeah. the foul flag right at the outset. Yes, she was. And, and yes. Go ahead. Yeah. No, she was a very strong voice uh, in, in opposition of what was going on in Los yeah. Angeles for for certain and everywhere yeah. else. Yeah. And she uh, she was the first to call my attention to the fact that the six feet social distancing was total bullshit made up out of thin air. Uh, She introduced me to some people that uh, were in the room when they made the decision to call it at six feet, which was totally nonsensical. Uh, At the time, they knew that the probability was an aerosol that spread 30 to 60 feet. And stayed there for maybe an hour or two before. Before I mean, it's now very clear that most COVID transmission does not occur in proximity. It occurs you're walking into something. Somebody's already out of the room. Somebody or out of the grocery aisle or out of whatever it might be. They, they're not even there anymore. And your mask does exactly nothing against an aerosol uh, in terms of protecting yourself unless you have a N95 carefully fitted and that kind of stuff. No. Uh, in terms of the spread of the virus, you're you're spreading it farther. You're creating aerosols with those surgical masks. So anyway, that's not why I bring yeah. this up. I, well, I brought look, this up. The, Go ahead. I mean, the point of the mask was really just to figure out who the infidels were. It always Oof. was. It, wow. it was like who who is not agreeing with our tyrannical wow. plan? Who are the wow. troublemakers? You've never quite said that with that clarity, but I think you may be onto something. It it, it was who who's the, who's who are the people who are not down with our Cause. cause yes yeah. yes from a, from a political standpoint and that's you're outing yourself that's where the ire came from that's why they were yes. so pissed off they didn't really first off they didn't wear their mask properly at all they had no 
they had no right, nothing to support the fact that they worked. They didn't do anything. All you're doing was showing your hand to them. Yeah, that's yeah. why they reacted the way they. You're reacted. right. That's absolutely true. So, uh, Doctor Victory was on uh, a news show uh, a couple days ago. Like it was Saturday, something like that, with Deborah Burks. Uh oh. So. <laughs> So I ran to the TV. I ha- I got up to see it. I was like, oh, I got to see this. This is going to be good. And you know the way it works when you have two people on satellite. You, you never know. Are they going to come back to you or how much time you have or going to get any back and forth. So they first go to Deborah Burks, uh, and then they go to Dr. Victory. And Dr. Victory took her licks in exactly as you might expect. She just went on about how, what a debacle this was and how we don't fall for it again. And they were essentially talking about this white lung thing. Mm-hmm. Have I talked to you about that yet? No. All right. So I'll get into that in a minute. But here's what I want to bring up about Dr. Burks. Uh, a, she um, didn't look the same. And she was speaking like through her teeth, smiling in a contemptuous way. Just mm-hmm. like, like it was the oddest thing. Like, oh, you, you know, you, you, I, you could see the contempt in her face now uh, for anybody that uh, she was speaking to, as though I, I felt as though she had contempt for everyone she was uh, communicating with. That's what it felt mm-hmm. like. I don't know what's going on in her heart. I don't know. I can't read minds, but it was kind of an odd. And she did not drop the smile. The entire she was talking through a weird smile. It was the oddest thing. But here's the part that really needs to be pointed out. She went on and on about this white lung thing, which is a nothing, mm-hmm. which is mycoplasma pneumonia, which is treated with azithromax. It's a nothing. It happens every winter. And by the way, white lung, a white opacity on a chest X-ray is what every pneumonia creates. Mm-hmm. That's how you diagnose pneumonia. You see a white area. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a consolidation, a low bar, an interstitial, it's the white shadow that we look at that tells us there's pneumonia. So the white lung thing is an insane thing for the press to zero in on. Mm-hmm. So at that, and she actually kind of brought that up, which was good on her. But she went on. This is the part that caught me. She went on to say, you know, it's probably also respiratory syncytial virus. We call it RSV, influenza, and maybe COVID. And it's mycoplasma predominantly. And there are good treatments for all of these things. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? We're talking about treatment of COVID now? Uh-huh. What happened to the vaccine? Uberalis, vaccine right. for everything all the time. She did not mention vaccine. And she repeated about three times, treatment, treatment, treatment. And, of course, with COVID, those of you who don't know, because you haven't heard it because no one has told you, we have molnupiravir and we have Paxlovid and we have even fluvoxamine and budesonide have been shown to be used. All these things have been shown to be useful now. It's the first time I've heard a public official. And remember me screaming back in the day about why aren't you assholes talking about monoclonal antibodies? Why aren't you telling people how to use that and what's available? First time I've heard them mention treatment. I predict we are going to see a shift of some type that they are going to get off their vaccine thing because they, they see the storm ahead and they're shifting to treatment, which is appropriate. Why are we pushing vaccine in a 40-year-old where there's good treatment? Why would you do that? By the way, a non-illness in a 40-year-old, right. a cold, right. uh, and, and good treatment. So there it is. That's what I wanted to bring up. Well, the fact that they were against any interventions that weren't vaccines seemed suspicious to me very, very early on. You know, I had Dr. Zelinsky on, who's now passed away, 
uh, talking about his zinc and his combo of zinc and I don't know what ivermectin or whatever his combo was. And they just roundly attacked him, viciously attacked him. Everyone attacked him. And I, I could never, it, it seemed very suspicious that everyone was attacking anyone who who said anything other than a vaccine, which didn't seem in, in it didn't, it didn't track for me because mm. my and to my layman's ears we had this mysterious disease and all these doctors or many doctors were attempting to combat the disease with combinations of pre-existing drugs and yeah. others yeah uh, and and every one of them was just attacked viciously yeah. for yeah. trying to do this and i thought well, that doesn't make sense to me, especially right. since nobody knows definitively whether these things are working or, or not. But it didn't make sense that that anyone who brought up lab leaks was being attacked. That didn't that didn't track for me. There was a bunch of things that didn't track for me, and that's why I initially got suspicious. And I think yeah. people need to understand that when things don't track, that's how you kind of know that that's when you should stop and and have feel suspicion, you know, because yeah. otherwise they would take a path, you know, minus any involvement or minus any agenda, then the path would always be, well, we don't know if... Uh, hydroxychloroquine works or not. They're going to have to figure it out with their doctor or something yeah. or whatever that yeah. thing is. Yeah. Like, sure. We don't think it works. I don't think it's a good idea. You might try some other things, but why do you have to destroy anybody? Destroy. Yes. You have to destroy them. That's the, that was the oddest thing. Right. But it was also broader. It was always like CNN knew that Hunter Biden's laptop wasn't real. And I was like, how do you know this? Yeah, you wouldn't know it, or have you looked into it? Who well, has 50, the laptop? Fifty-one uh, intelligence officers. To, uh, they agree with me. Yeah, they knew. They were saying it wasn't real before that, but that that document was obviously created quickly to yep. get yep. in just before the Biden Trump debate, so Biden could bring it up in yeah. the in the debate. Um, yeah, yeah. but um, so gross. It's also gross. It's it's gross. But yeah. CNN should have I've always said all through COVID and all the Hunter Biden stuff or even Russian collusion or whatever. They should have been agnostic about a lot of these things. They were not. Yeah. They, they yeah. knew things that weren't knowable and they certainly weren't investigating them. And yeah. then I and then I realized there were. They were lying. And that, that's what I realized about COVID. I was looking through my phone. I don't really know how to use my phone, but sometimes <laughs> I sometimes I look down and it showed me some old pictures. You know, this date, two years ago, you were over here, you know. And I look at them. And one of the pictures I looked at was the kids' jungle gym in the sand at my beach club in Malibu oh, yeah. oh, with yeah. police tape around it. And I just thought, <laughs> what the fuck? What? <laughs> what? Really? Like, I just stared at it going, this is what we let them do. They put police tape 
yeah. around a jungle gym at the beach in the sand. Yeah. And, and I went, what the fuck are you guys doing? And I was like, whoa, whoa, shut up. This is what we're, what we're yeah. doing, you know? Yeah. And then I hark. You want to kill people. You you're not appreciative of the greater good. And then I was. Oh my then god. I was, then it made me think of the guy putting the police tape around the horse trail too. Yeah, you know, that's where my head goes too. Everybody yeah. ignored, or not everyone ignored me and Mark Garagos. <laughs> ignored. <laughs> uh, but I remember. Remember the proclamation: no hiking, no oh, yeah. hiking. I- well, no outdoor activity. Shelter yeah. in place. There's yes. a nuclear missile heading yes. our way. We don't want you to get any radiation exposure. That's yes. literally the way they behave. All right. Yes. I want to read you something uh, about ivermectin that somebody sent me. Uh, really interesting from Nature uh, and a journal called uh, Journal of Antibiotics. After uh, we hear from our friends at Angie. Homeowners, you know how much work it takes to maintain that home, whether it's everyday maintenance or repairs or just taking on a dream project. In addition to your home, it can be hard to even know where to start. All you need is Angie, your home for everything home. Find a skilled local pro who will deliver quality and expertise. Over 20 years of home service experience. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest. Nothing could be better. It's so confusing, particularly for people like me that are, let's just say we're, I'm a little challenged. Take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. Again, that is Angie, A-N-G-I dot com. All right. What do you got, Drew? All right. So this is a 2017 article uh, extolling the extraordinary benefits of ivermectin and the uh, so-called avermectins, which was a class that was ushered in by avermectin. Let me just read you. Uh, this should be the darling of people who uh, had strong opinions about this drug. Here we go. More than any other drug, avermectin is a drug for the poor. For most of the century, some 250 million people have been taking it annually to combat two of the most devastating, disfiguring, disabling, stigma-inducing diseases, onchocerciasis and lymphatic filariasis. That's what caused elephantiasis. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most of the recipients live in rural, remote, desperately underserved communities, blah, blah, blah. The treatments have been made available free of charge Second, because of the unprecedented drug donation program. 250 million doses taken annually. 250 million people taking it annually to prevent these illnesses. And this article goes on for 14 pages to talk about the other uses that have been so extraordinary. Yeah. And this is 2017. Right. But and the and but Joy Behar knows that this is a bad drug. She learned how to pronounce it yesterday. Yeah. It can hurt you. It can hurt it you. It can hurt the people who are taking it for COVID. But once again, that's where I was at. Where I was at was uh I'm not telling you it helps COVID, but it can't yeah. hurt you because right. it's inert. And so many people take it on such a regular basis. So now I'm out because I no longer have opinions because now that is between you and your doctor. I don't have an opinion if it works and I don't have an opinion if it doesn't work because yeah. it's inert. And it's no different to me than your doctor saying take vitamin C uh, yeah. for COVID or, you know, krill oil. Um, yeah, right. I, I have no thoughts right. about right. it. Um, right. So my, my, I have no thoughts with a kind of leaning toward, well, you know, maybe if your doctor thinks it's going to do something, it might help some or something. 
Or at least the like doctor that. will be monitoring you and watching you while you take the prescribed medicine, yes. which is the, what was absent from the whole extraordinary experience of COVID. Pa- patients were just sent home. Yes. Yeah. I, I, of course. And, and I, I don't know. I mean, I, I really feel, I feel like everybody has some blood on their hands. Mm. I, I feel. Except you. Except me. Yes. Yeah. Everybody but me. I feel like media, you know, the ladies from The View and all the retards on CNN and everyone at the L.A. Times are beating everyone over the head with this shit have, you know, more blood than than most. But I feel like the Fauci's and the Burks and the Rochelle Walensky's have, have more blood than than the. But but they still the feel justified. The they still feel like they're right. They don't. They're not um, taking any. any but I also feel like the average mom has some blood on their hand. The hey, average, listen, I have some blood for going along with it for a while. The average American you know? that way overreacted and started imposing these things onto strangers and neighbors and you know mm-hmm. and and enacting you know. Um, you know, my my daughter did not want my son wearing his shoes inside the house after going yeah. outside the house. You know, what did we do to her? My God! Uh, yeah, she got she got corrupted by yeah. by COVID. Yeah, I would call that injured. Yeah, corrupted uh, would be enough, but she gets harmed by it. Injured, right? So everybody except for me has some. Um, you know, more, some more than others for sure. But, but does she understand what happened to her? Cause I want her to grow up pissed at what was done to her. Does uh, she get it? I think she, I think she, she gets, she gets that side of the aisle now and she doesn't want anything to do with it. You know, right, she, she right. basically used to listen to rap music and now they listen to country music and she's done <laughs> with, with the, all that because, because it was it, it, whether you know it was covid and black lives matter and the whole thing it was all it's all the same thing it's just a lie it and it, it all just sort of captured everyone and coalesced and forced everyone into some some survival mode like literally like a way they had to think yeah you know or yeah. or sort of be destroyed by yeah. by society well yes you know, it's a, that's why that's why, you know, when you say everyone has a little blood on their hands, I, I don't hold people accountable for that at the beginning because you sort of what else could you do? Well, I, I you know, I guess it's your definition of at the beginning, you know, what? Yeah. What that is, you know. Well, so for me, let me tell you what my version of it was, was when Newsom came on TV and talked about the lockdown. And I was like, all right, look, uh, I guess he's preparing for the worst case. I don't think there's anything like that going to happen, but I understand he's in a position of responsibility, and maybe that's what you would do. Maybe I would do that if I were in that kind of authority. So, okay, we'll go for it for a little while. I'll support it. Six months in, I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> what are we doing? Florida opens. We're, I just kept thinking about Disneyland. I kept thinking about the businesses around Disneyland and the di- businesses around Disney World. Mm-hmm. And just going, what? There, I would see reports people losing their businesses, losing their livelihood, losing their. I mean, just what what are we doing to these people, and why? Well, we're imposing our will. And by the way, the Tin Horn Flats thing got tossed out. 
I'm, I'm sure he's got other things up his sleeve, but I don't know if you're aware that it, it didn't go forward. Well, we're also living in a in a time where who are the judges? Who are the yeah. politicians? Like yep. who who are the cops? Who is the mm-hmm. FBI? Who mm-hmm. is the Department of Justice? Like who are they? Mm-hmm. What are they doing? You know what I mean? It's like they're you go, well, the Department of Justice let Hunter Biden's two million dollar tax lien just expire. It's like they let it expire or they let it expire. Yeah, you know they got like, way of it. If yeah. you think there's any scenario where I owe the IRS $2 million and they just let it expire and no I don't way. have to pay it? No way. Well, then who is the, a, who's the Department of Justice? Like, what are they? Yeah. Oh, who did they let? Oh, that's the president's son. Oh, they let yeah. it expire. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, that's, see, I have these weird... Um, impressions and when you bring up stuff like that and so many of these things that have been lately i just think about the statue of justice that always has a blindfold on it yes she's supposed to be blinded to whose justice is being uh weighed Mm -hmm. that blindfold is off right that blindfold is is like what what are we talking about here so the judge who throws out the tin horn flat suit against the city of burbank could have been appointed by the mayor of burbank who's in the is in the suit you know or yeah what have you i don't know but it makes me curious now you know what i'm saying oh yeah oh yeah i More mean than curious i'd say we had uh soda mayor up there talking about millions of kids on ventilators you know supreme yeah. court yeah that would have meant mandatory vaccinations for everybody passports if you want to be a cop or fireman in the military yeah. Matt, that's what she wanted because she had a bizarre idea, distorted, bizarre notion. Yes, from I don't know where. I don't, where yeah. did she get her information for all these kids that were dying of COVID? Yeah, all three hundred. It's really, it's it's really the kids. That's what it all comes down to. That's what I zeroed in on super early. Yep, and yes, and it and it's and. I think as it pertains to kids dying in COVID, I feel 100% vindicated and correct. I, I don't, I don't well, feel 94% correct. Yeah. I feel just yes. as it pertains to posing a threat to healthy kids, 100% vindication. Well, I, I would tell you where your absolute categorical vindication is, is their con- persistent unwillingness to talk about the age of the victims. Yes, that, that's where it manifested most clearly. But back to the kids thing, back to that stupid. Except shit, for right? our favorite CNN clip about the elderly people in Florida who are yes, not yes. going to be. We need to revisit checkers. that. <laughs> I was thinking about. I mean, you need to find that. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I, I find. I, let me let me just toss it uh, over to our friend Jordan Harbinger, and then we'll do that right after this. You're about to hear a preview of one of my favorite stories on The Jordan Harbinger Show with Megan Phelps Roper. She used to belong to one of the most hateful religious cults in America, the Westboro Baptist Church. She was born into this church and later escaped. To hear her tell the story firsthand is really incredible. I started protesting when I was five years old. Even at that first picket, there was a sign that said, gays are worthy of death. 
So God Hates Fags is what Westboro's message that we became known for. We were the good guys, and everyone outside the church was evil and going to hell, and we had the only message that would bring the world any hope. We had to go and warn people, these terrible things are happening, and if you want this pain to stop, then you have to change because God isn't going to change. It brings me incredible sadness to think about now. I can't do this forever. And then that email came in, and and we left. For more with Megan, including the details of her harrowing experience, check out episode 302 of The Jordan Harbinger Show. I I, I look back at some of this stuff. And by the way, uh, um, for the next whatever that comes down the pike, everyone who's listening. Yes? Yes. Obviously, it's it's funny to see all these compilations of all these people on TV being wrong about COVID or Hunter Biden's laptop or whatever, and CNN making asses of themselves talking about these 91 year olds who died in a nursing <laughs> home in Florida. I guess it must, I guess they were doing it because it was in Florida, I guess. I, uh, but is, is, so as comical as that is, or as sad or, or tragic or whatever is, is that is, remember, there's another side to it and the other side to it, which is it, it, it could be COVID. It could be any subject. It could be any subject. Um, while people on CNN should be embarrassed every time one of those compilation pieces comes out with them talking about COVID or Hunter Biden's laptop or the steel dossier, Russian collusion, or whatever. Just, just a big fat compilation of them being wrong over the last five years. I can go back and look at tapes of me arguing with the guy from the doctors. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. telling him uh, what's wrong with being outdoors. How come you guys didn't figure this out? Hey, they were I, lying. I, it's like know? I said, I have a few things uh, when I was doing that nightly newscast that I'm proud of. One was arguing with the school board about the lockdown at all. Yeah, and they, I, them saying it's just the right thing to do. And then the, my next, I've got to find these. Is when I kept talking about uh, what's I, I, Barbara Ferrer's red, yellow, and green criteria for getting out of COVID. And I just kept saying these are first of all, of course they're arbitrary, but secondly, they're impossible to achieve. Yeah, it just will never happen. So we're never getting out of COVID based on these criteria. Yes, I have tweets going back and forth with LA Unified School District telling them to open the schools. Yeah. That's my legacy. I had yeah. made fun. I, I did, yeah, I, I did made the same fun. thing, by the way, to a, uh, not a union member. It was somebody, a secretary of the school district. And she goes, we got to have gloves and we got to have, uh, you know, this Purell and we got to have plastic, you know, sheets. And I'm like, I said, okay, let's do it. Let's get it. How long is it going to take? Yeah. But when I, attacked, of sexism. when I attacked <laughs> Fauci, you supported Fauci. So we got I that. did. I we did. We have that tape too, Drew. No, no, I didn't get it all right, and I'm happy to tell you where I got it wrong. I, I got it wrong in a number of areas, and that's important to me to admit my mistakes just the way fucking everybody should. Yeah, well, that was me admitting your mistake, but all right, we'll play the, <laughs> uh, we'll play the CNN lady. I don't know what the date is of this, but— uh, It was kind of later in the— like, Yeah. It was a year well, and a half. Well, they were done, they were done yeah. lying about the ages. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. There it is. Eunice Angeloni was a Londoner. She met her husband, Grimaldo, during World War II. 
He was an American soldier, and eventually she came back to America with him to raise a family. She died on April 30th. Two days later, Avis Lilly died. Ninety-five. So did Constance Eighty-five. She told her daughter, I don't want to live anymore. I've tried. I'm done. Mm-hmm. 48 hours and later, Alice COVID, Ford died. All right, hold Louise on. Louise Johnson passed away the next day. The, the four numbers on there when I said to hold were 95, 98, 85, and 90. Yeah. All exceeding the average age of death in this country, COVID or not. Well, and let me remind people, pneumonia, the old man's friend, as we called it throughout my early career, is what tends to take these people out, whether it's COVID or flu or whatever. This is what, or aspiration. Yes. And I will again remind people the average duration, the average life expectancy of a male requiring institutional support, meaning admitted to a nursing home, average life expectancy, six months. Yeah. Six months. Yeah. Okay. Well, CNN got out of the gate by talking about a woman named Eunice who met her husband during World War II. <laughs> that, that is what they got out of the gate with. This is, yeah. this is December 2020. Yeah. Uh, with how devastating this disease is by showing us people who have the average age of 92 and a half. But yeah. here we go. Ford died. Louise Johnson passed away the next day, as did Harry Nash, who was a local bookshop owner who spent a lot of his time usually winning chess matches there. The next day, Beverly Dickman died. 24 hours later, five people died, including Russell Doughton. He was a magician. (laughs) I like this. Okay, they they put eight or ten people on the screen. The average age of the person that's on the screen is... 87 and a half. <laughs> they, you are making no point. You've written a nation in crisis and yeah. now you're going, this would be no different than you just every night talking about elderly people who passed. Yeah. COVID or that's not. Right. There's no, no that's difference right. in that's, what you're doing. That's exactly right. But that, Rus- that is, Russell a, Dalton like to make balloon animals, but now he's dead. So no more balloon animals. That's, you know, uh, Abe Lincoln freed the slaves, but now he's gone. <laughs> you get it? CNN, this is. All right, let's keep going. Russell Doughton. He was a magician who was still performing balloon animal shows twice a week. And Patricia Lewandowski died after 25 days on a ventilator. That was one horrific month at one nursing home. 32 had died, 32 of the 273,000 Americans who have died from this pandemic. Here's my problem with the news in general. Yeah. Uh, And it vexes me. It vexes me all the time. If I were this news anchor from CNN, I would go, I don't know what this story is. I I don't know what this is. This is... Very old people dying in a nursing home. Yeah. What is our point? Yeah. And they'd go, well, we're talking about the ravages of COVID. And I'd go, but if the average age is older than the average age of death in a nursing home, then what is our point? Right. 
And they'd go, wow, this guy liked doing balloon animals. <laughs> and I'd go, I know, everybody did something, and then they then they die. He made it to 92. My grandfather died at 79. What, what is way, our point? I, my, my point, I, I would tell that exact story if I were trying to make the point that we were not doing appropriate measures to protect the vulnerable. Right. That's what I would have done. I would have gone, whatever we're doing, it's completely messed up because that we should be able to protect the most at risk much better than that. Yes. And because and that's in fact what the Great Barrington Declaration was all about. It was like, hey, we should really, really focus in on the people that are likely to die from this thing and let everybody else go about their business. Yes. And that that this is that to me, there's proof of that. I, again, CNN, I have no idea what your point. It's a non-point, but it's that thing I always bring up, that L.A. Times op-ed, you know, should teachers have guns? Great. Twelve kids died in the whatever massacre. So if a teacher had a gun, then what? Three kids died? Four kids died? What's the difference? It's like, what's the difference? What is your – this is your point? This is your point. Death of math. You've been saying that for years. Chick, think on steroids mm. all right i'm gonna be at uh the agua caliente casino in rancho mirage added a second show on saturday first one sold out but we got a second one so come on out solana beach at the belly up doing some live stuff there with fitz dog and skinny jody miller it's got amcrawl.com for all the live shows what do you got drew and drew.com you get of course all our pods there and uh, the after dark show and uh, you might also get to the streaming show there but you might also check out drew.tv you'll get a blast for that three o'clock tuesday wednesday and thursday interesting stuff so till next time adam crawl for dr drew saying mahalo hold on to your jingle bells pluto tv has all your holiday favorites for free Enjoy our season's greetings category with nine holiday channels, including holiday movie favorites by Lifetime, Festive Fireplace, Holiday Lights, and Hallmark Movies and more. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming holiday favorites on live channels and on demand. With thousands of free movies and TV shows, Pluto TV is your home for the holidays. Pluto TV. Stream now. Pay never.